0: what's up what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the sophisticated ratchet podcast oh my god i've been gone for so so long i think yeah the last time i made a post or did a podcast this was back i think when i did one with the boys when a lot of shit was going on with my old job that's right old job But y'all already knew that the people that have listened to some of my podcasts, especially um, Black in America, you knew that I wasn't going to last at my last job. Like, come on, let's be real. So y'all, like so much is going on. It's like I have to catch you up to speed. I'm probably going to have to do it in um, different podcasts because I'm sure I'm going to forget a lot of things there's so much that I want to talk about outside of just me like shit that's just going on right now like oh my goodness it's just too much but how's everybody been doing I've been doing well blessed highly favored no reason to complain won't change a damn thing but um yeah like I said it's been a minute since I did a podcast so just to kind of briefly catch you up to speed as I mentioned I'm no longer at the law firm because shit went the fuck down and they had your girl fucked up nah I ain't put my hands on nobody but I acted out of character something I didn't want to do they wanted that nigga and they got her that day they they just got her so it was a build-up let me back up and say that this wasn't just a reaction and um or a if, again, if you listen to Black in America, you would know some of the things that I was facing. So basically, if anybody new listeners, um, let me back up. My da- My name is KD, Killer Diva. Um, I was working at a law firm, predominantly white law firm. Uh, the staff, including the attorneys, maybe like, I don't know, 50 or so people. Out of this 50, there are probably only two to three people that looked like me, one being an attorney, um, one also worked as my supervisor. I would say that would be the best title for her. And um, another one was an older paralegal. But nonetheless, they was playing your girl left and right. Um, the department downsized. So at this point in time, we were only down to um, the attorney, of course, that we worked for. Uh, there was another older lady that, had been there for 10 years and she decided to take her happy ass out in the midst of us downsizing to just three people and request to go part-time, okay? So we're dealing with that and then we also had another lady that I just mentioned, which I would call it my manager supervisor. She came in well after I was hired, like not knowing dilly squat and the person that was training her was training her remotely and was racist as fuck and really just didn't give a damn about teaching her anything and kind of stopped in the middle of her training, but you know, of course, nobody else didn't give a fuck in the firm as long as shit got done, so that was the type of tone, like, they didn't give a fuck, as long as it got done, it can inconvenience you in any type of way, as long as it's done and it does not inconvenience them, so during this time, and I have a problem with drawing shit out, like, making a story so long because I don't want to leave out the details, but I'm going to try my best not to do that today while still giving the details. <sighs> I'm going to say long story short. Um I was having some car issues. Come to find out, it was my alternator. The car had like shut down on me on the midst of taking my daughter to school. I got it fixed that day, took it to the AutoZone place. We were in a debate if it was the alternator or if it was a battery. Battery. Went and bought a new battery because that's what they told me. Long story short, ended up being the alternator. So I knew that I had these possible issues. So once I came back to work, because um, I wasn't able to come that day that my car stopped, I called in and said, hey, I'm having car troubles, won't so make it in. The following day, I think I made it in because I bought the battery, thinking it was the battery. So I made it into work or whatever. But once I got off of work, <clears throat> I realized that it wasn't the battery because the battery had drain. It was the alternator. But that prior day or that day, I sent an email basically saying that, hey, I'm having car troubles. And let me back up. The manager that um, they hired out of the blue to come in and do the shit. She was diagnosed with cancer So she is now newly Diagnosed in the midst of Doing treatments and doctor's appointments With just three of us working You know what I mean and who wants to be a a, a Asshole and be like You know fuck that cancer Like I ain't doing blah 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 So it just made it like a very difficult Situation and like I said on top Of this you got Debbie Downer pun intended That um Went and acts to go part-time. And on top of this, taking motherfucking vacation days. Every time she's out, I have to do her workload on top of my workload. And it's never really vice versa. Because whenever I'm not there, my shit is left for me to do when I get there. Which kind of s- builds up frustration for now over, at this point, over a year and a half. I've been feeling some type of way about it. But it really was like boiling to the brim at this point. Because we were sh- so short-staffed. So, um, again, back to the lady having cancer, she was out because she had to go do some appointments. So the things that she was in charge for, of doing some of her things, she left me in charge of doing it. So, because I know I had car problems, I sent an email in the event, if I am not here, this is how you do X, Y, and Z. So y'all, the racist ass attorney that I work for or under, he sends an email and was like, so where do you live? And me knowing him, I know that this motherfucker not about to come pick me up for work. For work. So, I'm like, what the fuck you want to know for? So, I told him and he was like, well, you know you can take a Uber or a Lyft. Bitch, bitch. Like, I don't need your motherfucking suggestions on how to get to work. Like, first of all, I'm not going to pay a Uber or a Lyft to come pick me up from home, then drop my daughter off at daycare, from daycare, take me to work. Now we repeat the cycle over in the afternoon of picking her up and then taking us home. Who's going to do that while my car is being fixed? Not I, said the motherfucking cat. So I told him, you know, this is when you have to type some shit and then delete it because somebody got you fucked up. So I don't even remember exactly what I said But I came back, you know, with the I understand that But I'm not gonna be here Because I need to get this handled But, you know, it was some shit that he didn't want to hear But I didn't give a fuck You know, at this point in time I'm taking care of myself Because my car is my livelihood Fuck y'all in this job So I'm still being professional by covering myself To say if I am not here This is what you need to do so like I said, the battery died, I did not show up. I sent an email saying I'm not coming today. It was on record. So y'all, like maybe two days later, my car is fixed and everything, everything's good. But two days later, the older lady that had been there for a few years, she fucked some shit up. It's like fucked some shit up. And I wasn't you know, responsible for fixing it because it was some shit some shit that she could have said something about right then and there and it would have made it a little bit easier to clean up the mess but nonetheless it was her mess that I had to clean up and I was just kind of communicating with the other black lady like you know blah 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 and she said some shit and I was just like yo we all adults here everything can go a little bit smoother if we just cut out all the extra stuff all the negativity it's already three of us here we don't need the extra tension and all the bs because let me back up I don't talk to her. I stopped talking to her like nothing. The only time I would talk to her if it's work related and I have to talk to her. Other than that, my nigga, don't ask me if I want no damn turkey sandwiches and no damn grilled cheese sandwiches and and broccoli and cheese soup. No, no. If I want some shit, I'll go out and get it. I don't want to order lunch from you or with you. Like, you know, I don't fuck with you. So it was to that point where we were not speaking because I I just did not like her ways. You know what I mean? And I respect my elders because this lady is a little bit older than my mom. You know what I mean? But my mom is not petty like that. And just for the fact for you to be that age and that motherfucking petty, like, yo, she rubbed me the wrong ways. Like, I don't fuck with you and I'm not racist, like, we not had this conversation a lot of times, but when white people try to pull that white privilege shit, yo, fuck you, and that shit, because I'm gonna do what I want to do, and I'm not gonna even acknowledge the fact that you exist, like, straight up, and that's, that was my whole mechanism, and the way that I coped in that law firm, like, y'all wanna treat me at times like I'm fucking invisible, like, you don't see me walking through these halls, okay, bitch, I can play that game, too. So anyways, that particular day, she says something slick out of her mouth, like, "Um, you should be an adult and tell people when you're not coming to work. Ooh, baby, why did she say that? Because mind you, I was already under stress with the job because I'm like, it's only three of us, this bitch taking vacation days whenever she wants to, I got shit that I gotta do, but when I want to take days off, it's a problem, so I'm already built up frustrated and mad already so you say this shit and you really like set it off in this motherfucker so i'm like excuse me at this point i was the fuck off i was like how dare you who are you i don't have to tell you anything i was like i don't work for you The person that would be the next command, person, chain of command, she wasn't here. But I still CC'd her in the email and I sent the email to the attorney. If he didn't share that information with you, that's not my problem. But it's not like it was a no call, no show. Y'all motherfuckers knew that I wasn't here, but I'm not entitled to tell you a motherfucking thing. And I just went the fuck off because it was like built up frustration. Like, bitch, how dare you? Like, all the shit that I do for you and you can never return the fucking favor, but you got the nerves to say what a fucking grown-up should do is come to work. Bitch, I lost it. So they must have had some faith in me because once I spazzed the fuck out, they told me to go, uh, the, the black manager told me to go outside, cool down a little bit. I came back in, sat at my desk. If I wanted to run up on this lady, like at this point, when I came back in from outside, I could have, you do whatever. So I don't know what their tactics were. So did all of that. Then she calls me into the office. And like I said, I don't want to make this so long and drawn out. She calls the HR person in, which I told you. I don't know if I told you guys before. That's just like talking to the devil himself. It's like when you work for these law firms and shit like this, it's not like a, a main Fortune 500 company. It's like you're under... It's their company, you know what I'm saying? It's their corporation. You're They make the fucking rules. So it doesn't really matter what the fuck you say, and South Carolina is an at-will-say, keep in mind, and they made certain to tell me that when I got hired. But nonetheless, she just basically flip, flipped it, I explained what happened. She made it seem like everything was my fault.com. Oh, it is your um duty to tell your um colleagues when you're not going to be in. It's just like you are in a motherfucking twilight zone when you hear the shit that they say. And what really frustrated me about it is because the black lady, she knew what was going on. Like, me and her, we we felt the same exact way we talked about a lot of experiences together that we are feelings that we were having but she moved a little bit more differently than me I guess that's just her age or whatever and she kind of took it more and she would say sometimes I know you're probably wondering why I'm kissing these or you would say I'm kissing these crackers ass or whatever but I guess she was trying to tell me that sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do and I don't know maybe it's a lesson that I still have to learn but it ain't happening for me. I'm not kissing nobody ass, especially not no motherfucking cracker. Like, I ain't going to do it. Like, straight up and down. So, um, she basically, the HR lady, did some mind trickery to make the black lady fire me. Because I was like, okay, so if I'm being fired, what am I being let go for? I'm asking the HR person. Um, I didn't fire you. So-and-so fired you. This is what she told saying the black lady's name. So now she looking all crazy in the face because they not pulled a fast one on you and made you do their dirty job when you knew that this I went off, but it wasn't to the point of where I should have been fired. Because you you work with attorneys, they curse and they carry on all the time. Like it's always stuff. You know what I'm saying? That was another reason why I had to like count my days that I didn't curse a motherfucker out because it was just, like, no bars. Like, the fucking emails that we would get, it was the most professional, unprofessional, unprofessional, pro- professional place that I've ever worked. But, um... Yeah, so basically, long story short, because I, I, I did what I said I didn't want to do. I went into too many details and probably ramble. But I left the place, you know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't with that shit. Y'all was about to talk to me any type of way. And don't you know that these motherfuckers sent me a letter? Because I um, actually had started a new job probably like two weeks after. But they sent me a letter. Because you damn right, I'm going to apply for my unemployment. I'm going to get the fuck all that I could get out of y'all. So they denied it, and they said the reason that they denied it because I got fired for absence, for being absent. Are you fucking kidding me? Out of all the things that you could lie about, you're going to say you fired me because of my absentees? Which wasn't the fucking case. It was only three of us, and I was the person that had to do every damn thing, so how could I not be present the majority of the time? Mind you, I had vacation and sick time, too. So... Whatever, but that shows you that the reasoning of the argument wasn't justifiable for you to put down. That's the reasoning why I got fired. You didn't really know why the fuck you wanted to fire me or why I got fired. I only got terminated... From one job ever in my life, other than this one, and that was due to fucking up with my FMLA. But nonetheless, on that day, I was walked to HR and I signed letters, and they gave me the letter saying, "This is your last day. This is why you got terminated X, Y, and Z." You do it like a exit interview, I believe. None of that shit went down at this law firm, so it's like my word against theirs. But I think God, duh, that chapter in my life is over. But um, y'all, and it just. I don't want to make this podcast so complainish, but it's more like bullshit that happened after that. Just say, because I'll say because of the two weeks, um, that I was out of a job, I was just trying to get some money coming in. So I just took anything until it's like, I could pick something else up that I want. I don't, I didn't want a gap in my income or whatever that is became like the worst place in america that you could ever work oh my god the stories that i have about this fucking place just know that i quit that place too after about a month i believe i told my colleague we came in together i'm done i took off my badge i left it on my desk i clocked out for lunch And that was that. I didn't say anything to anyone other than her. And I was the fuck out of there. Because I'm to the point in my life where I'm not about to let a job stress me the fuck out. Yes, we need a job or we need income or whatever to sustain ourselves. But at the same time, how could you do that if you're not mentally here? You have to fucking mentally be checked in in order to sustain. Or yeah, just to be there. So it's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So, um, <laughs> long story short, I quit that job like in April. So I have been basically, um, I ain't even going to say unemployed since June. I haven't been working a regular nine to five for two months now. I've been focusing my efforts in my business, which I'm going to start telling you guys a lot about. On the podcast um, It's something that I'm very passionate about If you know me you know that I'm Into a lot of holistic um, Ways of doing things versus the regular Western civilization Ways of doing things With uh, this bullshit ass poison They call medicine that they're giving you But um, it's just a few things That I'm working on and You know I have things registered and whatnot. But I'm getting my website together And once I get all of that done and complete it, because I would like for you to have a visual as well, um, I'll be more happy or in tune to go more in-depth, but basically, that's what I've been doing, just perfecting the foundation there, um, but you know, of course, with running a business, you need money to make money. So at this point in time, I have took two months off. So I'm going to get back out there and see what's out here as far as a job is concerned. But even that is going to be short term. I'm looking at maybe six to eight months just to stack some money. And I'm out of there. I- I'm back into my business full time. Now, I'm still going to be, of course, doing that while I'm at this nine to five job. But... That business is what's going to sustain me Because I already know I am just not the type to be an employee I cannot do it I don't know if I'm like a control freak Or whatever the case may be But you're just not about to tell me any motherfucking thing Like no It does not work like that So I figured like the only way that I could be successful Um in this way I just have to be the boss I I just have to be the fucking boss So that's where we're at But some devastating news. So one of my old colleagues that worked with me at um Verizon Wireless and she worked at me worked with me at Staples and Um She then followed me to the law firm. She um was talking to me because she's at another law firm and we were just catching up and she was like, Hey girl, you know, I went to this um this luncheon today or whatever, and they had some of the uh, people from the old law firm there, so they were just asking me questions, how about so-and-so died, oh my god, it was a black lady that had cancer, she died the end of March, and y'all, like, that lady had been on my mind, like, the last couple of days leading up until me getting that news, I don't know why, but she was on my mind me replaying some of the things that she would tell me. Like one thing, like she would say, I know you're saying, I don't know why this aggravating lady came into my life, but you'll find out or something along those lines she told me. And it was like, I was trying to figure out, well, why, you know, why did this happen? And this was again, prior to her telling me that the lady had passed and what I'm working on as a business, because she, you know, past of cancer, I believe that my products would have been something that she could have been able to use or just the knowledge that I have, but I didn't even get the chance to spread it to her. But um, nonetheless, that's some information that I have out there for everybody else that is interesting because I think it can impact all of us, all of us, um, especially in an African-American community with a lot of the things that we... Um, believed to be hereditary like high blood pressure um, diabetes or sickle cell anemia like it's a death wish or a lupus y'all you gotta stop believing these people in the fucking white coat that are practicing <laughs> practicing medicine you feel me practicing think about that they're practicing medicine but that's another podcast for another day but, um, I don't know. I guess that's a brief rundown of what's been going on with me and whatnot. Um, I don't know what's up with y'all. I am still going to be doing podcasts with D and with other um guests. I am actually just sitting in the car at Books a Million, so I was like, huh, I got a little bit of quiet time, let's not do a podcast, why not? So that's why um, I just did an impromptu uh, podcast. So I don't even have like any topics or anything like that. Now, there are a few things that I want to talk to you guys about and get your opinion on, your opinions on. But um, I kind of want to have somebody else on so I can bounce ideas off of them and get their feedback. Because I, I don't know. I got some messages from people telling me that they like when I do my one-on-ones. But for some reason, sometimes I feel like I just be ranting. Because I know I talk like 100 miles per hour for one. Who's this? I know I talk 100 um, miles per mile. Ugh. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm on the shared room just looking at this. So, Carisha, Risha, as we say, Cousin Risha. Is pregnant y'all That's how she said it I'm pregnant And I was just looking at a message I guess that JT sent her From um Corey Lynx She got their whole government Both of their I guess that's public knowledge All up on the shade room But nonetheless So I guess while we're on that We can get into some um Some stuff that's going on now Some um Pop culture But yeah So I'm kind of upset with Risha, to be honest. Like, I know it's her body. She could do whatever she want to do. But it's like, okay, boo. First of all, I told y'all that JTS was not getting fucking out in no two years or whatever the hell she said. Or six months or whatever. That the bitch was going to do the full term. And that's exactly what it's looking like. So, um... That's that. So, I mean, I salute her because she's been trying her best to hold it down. I ain't going to say trying her best. She has. She has been holding it down since um JT has been gone. But barely, baby. Barely. So, I mean, you know you can't do that with a with a belly. I'm not saying that it can't be done, but you ain't no Cardi B. You know, without the baby, you don't even have the damn... Ooh. Okay. You don't even have the... Um, Stage presence or whatever I'm looking at this foolishness too y'all With Wendy Williams and her new 27 year old boo And I'm jumping all over topics But the tea is from Tasha K Unwind with Tasha K I don't know if y'all up owing her on YouTube or not So she says this And sometimes I don't follow the shit up that Tasha says But I don't know This might make a little sense though She said that Wendy Williams basically was on probation or is on probation from the show because, like, her ratings, like, dropped dramatically when all this shit was going on with Kevin and he was out here doing her crazy because women are just like, you know what? We are not about to be watching you, Wendy. You got all this fucking mouth and this man out here doing you like a dog. I don't have time to watch you no more. So the ratings started to drop. So they basically put her ass on probation and was like, look, you better get this shit together or this show is not getting renewed. So right on the street, she hired a, a, a crisis team that basically came in and we're going to do what we got to do to get these ratings up. So the ratings are the highest that they have been in some time because now you seeing Wendy out here living her best life. She going out more and weighing and <laughs> She's going out more and um wearing fucking less like she everywhere you see her with kim kardashian With chris with black china fucking tokyo tony all people that she talks so much shit about but anyways And most importantly she has a new 27 year old boo thing So they was like it's all a cover-up Just to um paint this picture now that she is you know one's a woman fuck kevin, but they said like Everybody's still staying at the house Sharita, Sharina, Nicole, she back down here in South Carolina with the baby, but they still there together, Wendy, little Kevin, and Kevin, ain't nothing stopped there, so she got to protect these coins by all means, so this is what she's doing, but, and I, I guess, I mean, I can understand some of the stuff that Tasha K was saying, like, she's still in love, and things like that, but, I don't know, I feel like, cause, like they said, this shit got, it has layers. She knew about the girl, um, the mistress, for forever. It was just the fact, like, you got too messy, nigga, and you got her pregnant. Like, she actually had the baby this time. Like, this is too much. Now the media has it and all this shit. Like, now we got to do something. I, I can't go for this. But she knew about the shit the whole time. And my thing is, like, how could you not know that your husband is right down the street? Got Bought a whole bitch another house down the street. But um, what Tasha K said was... Something that I understand. She said, um, if you were with somebody for 30 years, even though you may hate that person's guts or whatever, you could talk shit about them, but nobody else can do it. So I think she said that in rebuttal to um, when they caught up with Wendy and the little young guy. They was like oh Kevin And she was like oh no that's not Kevin And she had an outburst and started crying Don't ask me about him And Tasha K was like basically because she's tired of living this lie That she has to put up a front for You know for Basically her ratings to come back When she know that it's all a facade It's a fucking lie But I don't know I don't know Whatever them people got going on All I can say is I like the new Wendy I like that she is going out, and she just look overall happy. I mean, even if it is a publicity stunt or whatever, I don't know. She looks good. It looks good on her. But I don't know, y'all. It's so much stuff going on. I don't even really want to make this into a gossip situation. What's going on now? It was just more so of, again, hey, y'all. Oh. I can't get off without this. Um, when they see us. I knew I know everybody has seen this on Netflix. If you haven't, you should see it now. Um, it's about the Central Park Five, of uh, like, five guys, black guys, one Latino, that were basically wrongly accused of raping um, this white female jogger in a park in New York. Um, and these white persecutors and cops, like, they beat the shit out of the kids made them confess falsely of doing a crime they served 12 to 15 years for some things that he didn't do and split 40 million dollars like just to sum it up but it was some bullshit but Ava DuVernay she did a great job in capturing the details um letting you see some of the crookedness behind it putting a face to it I saw the original documentary with the um Central park five i think it was pbs that did it back in 2013 where they spoke in their own words so that still may be available in the pbs archives i would think that they would be promoting that now since the um the series has gained so much uh, momentum at this point but that's something that you guys should definitely see if you haven't seen just to show the ugliness like the face of this unjust system that we live in of the USA like your black skin they don't give a fuck about you and don't y'all get me on that topic because you know we could go all day and I'm too fucking passionate about that and my beliefs on that shit but um just to kind of go through some few things I saw that and I also watched um I think it's called All American on uh Netflix that was really good I were I was kind of like skipping over it for some time but I finally decided to watch it the other two days I believe yesterday and the day before I binge watched it but it was it's with Tay Diggs and this guy this little young guy that was from the hood but he played football really good so Tay Diggs um used to fuck with his mom back in the day and basically got him into Beverly Hills high where he played Uh, football for them at that point in time to give him a better look for scouts and things of that nature it's a lot of webs of the family shit that um went on within that but that one was really really good the way it ended i think that there may be a part two um it also has Beezy in there she was on empire i believe that's the little um the little gay chick, but she's so cute. She has a cute little button nose. But she did a really, really good job act acting in that too. And it has um, I think his name is Bishop Ships, the guy that played Tupac, Tupac's twin. He's in there too, and I don't know why he's starting to get the stereotypical um like thug roles because he had one in Tales too, and of course Tupac movie. But that was really good, and um another one that I did watch I think it had Christina Applegate in it I think it's You're Dead to Me or Dead to Me that was really good like that was some like oh my god some twisted shit it was comical but yet drama I guess suspense I don't know but that one was really good and let me see one more that I think you guys should be watching or you should take a look at i know y'all probably have already seen she she has to have it or she gotta have it season two that was pretty good i binged watch that i don't know it's more stuff out there i watched the um I'm, i have the black godfather in my queue so i'm gonna be watching that pretty soon i heard that that was really really good but I don't know, y'all. That's about it. I don't want to ramble too much. I've already basically said the logist of why I came on to do a little quick show with you guys. And I promise you I won't be a stranger. Um, I don't know. Oh! some things that I miss y'all know like I'm a huge huge fan of the Joe Button podcast so last month I actually went to Atlanta and I got to see the podcast live oh my god it was like the best experience ever I had some really good seats so I got to see them um everybody up close so I was trying to be cute and I did too much because I should have known that just kind of based off of Joe them You kind of knew What their audience was like So I was overdressing The heels and shit like that But I was real cute though So after the show I was just over it And ready to get back To my car Cause it was such a debacle With the parking garage Before I even got To the damn show I was trying to make sure That they didn't To my shit So Jodo's they actually stood um after the show and hung out you didn't even really have to have the meet and greet passes because that was at the beginning of course but they stayed and they like shook hands took pictures when I got back home and I looked on Instagram the dudes that were sitting in front of me they on the stage with Joe after the show and I know that I could have got up there and you know cut the food with them for a while but honey These shoes baby I wasn't trying to do all of that Mangling and I gotta walk back to my car But nonetheless It was a really really good experience Um If they come back I might I don't know If they don't even come back to Atlanta I might fly out somewhere And see another show And um B. Smith was also there The guy that has us on Too Many Reasons He did a really really good job I didn't even know it was him Actually until Joe was like Um They might know you from this And he did a little skit of uh rise so good with light skin keisha that little dude but make sure y'all check out his single too many reasons that is my shit like i have that shit on repeat it's addictive so so addictive but um i don't know it's so much that's on the pipeline but i'll talk about that later we got Duce Palooza coming up this weekend in Atlanta. I'm still debating if I'm going to go. I need to hurry up. The tickets are still even available. I think everything was general admission, although they were different prices. But um, that's going on. And I think Birthday Bash, if I'm not mistaken. I'm just trying to think about what's going on close by. But nonetheless, y'all make sure y'all follow us on Instagram. That is the Sophisticated Ratchet Podcast. Um, Yeah, it's kind of dry right now, but it's okay. We need some action. So y'all make sure y'all come join us on Instagram. Get some of that traction action going and we'll finish the rest from there. But until then, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. And thank you for tuning in to your girl.